What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhox42 on the internet, and today we are looking at not just any magic card, but my favorite magic card of all time. Now, it took me a minute to think about this because there are so many to choose from, and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't making any kind of hasty claims um, that one particular card uh, was especially better than any others, or, you know, like, how do you pick your favorite, right? That's like, yeah, that's asking a lot. Um, because over the years, there are certain cards that have worked differently in different decks and certain pet cards that have kind of come and gone. Um, and a lot of them that I really appreciate and some that I really like. Um, but there's one card that just kept coming back um, just to the top of my mind as one that was a especially good in a deck that I had back in the day that was my absolute favorite kitchen table jank deck with my friends and um it was actually a deck built around birds and I'm sure what you're thinking that oh is it one of those feather counter cards from back in the day that buffs all the birds well no those, those were in that deck but no that's not the those aren't that's not what I'm talking about here today um and I'm sure you're thinking about like Soul Catcher and um, Keeper of the Nine Gales and a handful of other just like really awesome birds throughout the throughout the years. Uh, but no, it's none of those. This actually is a card that didn't get a lot of love um, for many many years um, to the point where actually its its cost was like they were going for about a quarter, and I don't really know why because they were always great. Um, and uh, I actually have four of them right here, and that card is none other than Battle Screech. So, Battle Screech is a card that it is a sorcery for two generic white-white. Put two 1-1 one, one white bird creature tokens with flying into play. Now, that's not particularly great on its own. However, it has flashback. And the flashback cost is especially interesting because it's not a mana cost. In order to flash it back, you have to tap three untapped white creatures you control. So, this is especially cool because since tapping those creatures is not considered... Um, an activated ability on the creature, and it, therefore it doesn't care if the creature has summoning sickness. So if you have another um, another white creature onto the battlefield, you can play this and then use your two tokens, tap them and your other white creature to flash it back and get two more tokens. So that's pretty darn cool. And that, that creates a cascade of beautiful effect in a deck that already has a lot of white weenies and preferably other birds just for some tribal synergies. So if you have a number of white creatures and the number of like one one white bird for one that's out there in the world, like there's just so many, it's ridiculous. And so in the day, I back in the day, I ran Suntail Hawk in there, but nowadays it would have been Healer's Hawk. Um, and then also Soul Catcher is a one one um, bird for two. And it's also white um, that has some cool stuff going on. But anyway, this combines really, really beautifully with another card from, I believe, the same set, actually. Yes, from another card from Judgment that doesn't get a lot of love. That was also just an, an uncommon that just went completely under the radar. And that is Quiet Speculation. Those two cards together just absolutely popped off. I can't tell you how many times on turn two or three with that bird deck, I played Quiet Speculation against an opponent who didn't know what was coming. And they just kind of went, huh? Like, wait, you're running birds, but you have flashback? What? Because here's what would happen. On turn two or three, so, okay, like, turn turn one, I play a little flyer. Turn two, I play a little flyer, maybe even two. Like, if I have a perfect situation, I have all three of my one-drop flyers. And so turn one, one flyer. Turn two, two flyers. So now I have three little white flyers on the board. Turn three, I play Quiet Speculation into a turn four. If I, so, and in, when, I put the, when I play the Quiet Speculation, I put... 
three battle creatures into my graveyard, just directly. Just they go straight into your graveyard. So, because quiet speculation, search target player's library for up to three cards with flashback and put them into that player's graveyard. That that player shuffles their library. The other thing that's really cool, actually, the other cool thing about quiet speculation is that particular card. You can actually target your opponent, look through their library to get perfect intel on exactly what they're running. Um, so that can be pretty useful. And then if they have card, if they have cards that do just incidentally have flashback, you can chuck them in the graveyard if you have ways to interact with it. But that wasn't what I was doing in this deck. I was 100% going after me, and I'd put three battle screeches in my graveyard. If I could cast one battle screech out of my hand on turn four with three other flyers on the board, what would end up happening is I'd create those two tokens, take one of those, tap those two tokens and the flyer to flash back one battle screech, which creates two more tokens. I then tap those two tokens and one more token to create two more flyers to flash back one of the other ones. And then I would do it again to flash back the third. Come turn five, I'd be able to, I now have this gigantic army of flyers and they're all, um, they're all birds. And so if I could then follow that up with like a turn five uh, coat of arms, where all creatures get plus one, plus one for every other card in play that shares a type with them. Holy crap, those things are all gigantic now, and they all have flying. And that is a combination that I was able to pull off a lot. Like, it was painfully consistent. That deck, I ran all four of these, these battle screeches, these, predict, the, these copies that I have in my hand right now are the ones that I ran back in the day. Um, so I've got those four battle screeches, and I had three quiet speculation, and that deck popped like that combination was so tight um and it had i was able to hit it so frequently it just felt so good and every time it came off and it was cool too because i didn't actually have like the bird tokens and so i was using like pennies or nickels um and so i would just have this huge stack of coins on the field oh and like oh and they're all 10 tens by the way you know it, it was so much fun and so like those those memories and being able to create a two-card combo with two uncommons that no one cared about, that were just so easily ignored, that was something that was really, really special to me. And I have fond memories of piloting the deck myself against my friends, but I also will always remember one time that me and my buddies went to our local game store to just play a couple quick up game, pickup games um, with just some random strangers that happened to be there. And uh, one of my buddies actually borrowed this deck, and they and he was doing a one-on-one because he didn't have any. He just forgot to bring his decks with him, or something of that nature. And um, so he borrowed my bird deck, and uh, he was going up against somebody, and I was and I was actually in a three-player pod playing a little game um, against one of that gentleman's friends. And I'll always remember he looked back at his friend, talking to my friend who's playing my deck, and saying, like, "Hey man, how's it going?" And the, his response was just, "Birds." Uh, j- j- birds. They're just birds. Like, <laughs> and I wasn't even playing the deck. And I watched. I looked over at my friend who was piloting the deck, and he just had this big smile on his face, like he was having a great time. Like that deck was just so much fun. And Battle Screech was at the core of it. And the the other great thing was at the time, like a couple of my friends had copies of Battle Screech, and they only had like individuals. So I was able to trade for it, and nobody wanted it. Like it was a card that people didn't see value in, and I don't know why. It was very very good. Fortunately, the folks over at Wizards saw some value in it, and they actually reprinted it in Modern Horizons. Um, which I got to admit, I feel kind of smug. Like the moment I saw that that got spoiled, I was like, oh yeah, they're on the they're on the bandwagon. They get it. Yeah, so they got. You got new art and um, 
They just made it a little fancier, and they brought it back. So it is now modern legal. Battle Screech is modern legal. Uh, as of this recording, I don't believe quite speculation is, um, but I could be wrong. That'd be pretty sweet if it was. Like, if I could play my bird deck in modern, I think that would be a lot of fun. That said, I know counting on a turn five win in modern is... I, I understand that that's bringing a uh, super soaker to a gunfight, but still, um, I don't know. It'd be fun. I like... I know it's not going to win, but it would just be super, super cool. But yeah, so Battle Screech is just far and away my favorite card of all time because of all those fond memories that it gave me. And I just really appreciate it. So what are some of your favorite cards? What are your favorite kitchen table jank memories? Please let me know in the comments below or hit me up on Discord. The link to that is in the description of this show. I would absolutely love to hear um, some of your stories about uh, decks that you had with your friends or combos that you came up with, especially if they're leveraging commons or uncommons that didn't really get a lot of love. Um, those kind of stories make me so happy. As fun as it is to hear the tales from the Pro Tour and to hear the amazing World Championship stories, and those are great. Nothing but love for it. The truth is, Magic the Gathering is a casual game. The number one most popular way to play Magic, the most popular format in the world is playing with cards you own with people you know. 100% far and away and no structured tournament level, no, it will ever touch that. Um, because there's something incredibly powerful about just being able to have fun with one another. And at its core, that's what this game is. And so please, share your stories. They'd make me super happy. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Hox42. Um, yeah, feel free to post them out there. If you, you throw, throw those stories out on Twitter, and uh, I would love it if you tag me in those. So yeah, anyway, thank you so much for hanging out. You guys are my favorite people. I hope you're having a phenomenal day. I hope you're staying safe out there in these weird times. And uh, yeah, so this has been episode number 100 of the Overthinking mtg podcast there's going to be more to come um, where we dive back into some more random cards but in the meantime thank you so much have a good one and i will catch you next time